season finale of TSN Four Downs coming at you today. I'm Andy McNamara. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. The show at TSN Four Downs. And we're going to go out with a bang, people. You can watch live now behind the scenes in studio. Twitch.tv forward slash AndyMacLive. Click follow, click subscribe, free to do some of the program, and then come back in August. I'm going fantasy football. The biggest of big dogs. Yes, ESPN's Matthew by God Barry is going to be on the show. Matthew Barry on the program. Got a chance to catch up with him a little bit earlier today. And we're going to go through... Twitter questions you got in, chat room questions from Twitch here, and also get a few sleepers, and I'm going to get him. Remember, he was in Avengers Endgame. He made a cameo. I'm going to get him to rank his superheroes in fantasy. Who are his fantasy superheroes? And there's a couple interesting stories of guys on set of the movie, too. So stay tuned for that, Matthew Berry. We're also going to do a preview of the NFC East. We've done different divisional previews uh, throughout this uh, the four-week offseason stretch here on the show. So we're going NFC East primarily because the Eagles making a lot of noise. Carson Wentz re-upping four-year extension, 128 mil. So we're going to Rob Motti of the Fanatic in Philadelphia, 97.5, and of the Associated Press. He covers... The Eagles, so we're going to get his thoughts on that. Swing around the NFC. Last week, we did our our full AFC divisional winner predictions. We'll do NFC this week. We'll have our poll question and all that good stuff. So tons to get to, but let's get to three and out and begin with first down. First down. And as we're looking off-season, camps are breaking, mini camps wrapping up, and there's going to be that extended hiatus. I thought it was a good time. Let's look at, at some underappreciated NFL players who add value but are underappreciated. And friend of show from NFL Network, Cynthia Freeland, always does a tremendous job, was chatting with Lindsey Rhodes and gave some of her most underappreciated NFL players. Most underappreciated players. How do you define that, by the way, from an analytics point of view? Well, of course, I have to make a whole model for it. So I took out all the rookies because we don't know who they are yet. I took everyone out who's been to two or more Pro Bowls. So two is the absolute maximum. I adjusted it for salary. We can't have the highest paid guys there. And of course, they couldn't have been drafted in the first or second round. So third or after. Okay, so who fits that bill? The number one in my model. So the contribution metric. That's the amount of times that they help their team win the most. Center, Jason Kelsey from the Philadelphia Eagles. One of the ways I measure clean pockets, which is a really important thing for Carson Wentz or any quarterback, is how often they keep defenders five or more feet away from that quarterback. And no center did it more than Kelsey 24% of the time. Next closest center, 19%. So this is a huge difference for him. Somebody is tracking how often Me. they keep Computer people vision. five. What? Yes. I have a lot of, like, I have a really exciting social life. Next level. Uh, Any skill position (laughs) players make this cut? Yep. So I'm looking at former Buck, now Titan, Adam Humphreys. So last season, only three wide receivers had more who had more than and than 100 targets had higher than 72% completion percentage ranked number 3rd was Adam Humphreys 72.4% he plays in the slot a very valuable and increasingly valuable position and if you look at people who got five or more feet of separation from opposing defenders so measure that one too he did it the fifth most of any slot receiver 
five feet or more. Yeah. I, yeah. This, I'm boggled that this actually <laughs> happens from a metric standpoint. How about defense? Yep, so I'm looking at Akeem Hicks from the Bears. So obviously we know there's a very appreciated guy on the perimeter, and they had the league's best defense because they had the best perimeter, interior, and combination of elite coverage. So all three of those together. For me, number four ranked of any interior defender, Akeem Hicks. So that's even those guys who get paid significantly more than him. So he's very versatile. This is why he's good against the run, and he's good at pressuring opposing quarterbacks. PFF and I agree here. They rank him ninth at pressuring quarterbacks and second at stopping the run. There you go. A friend of show, Cynthia Freeland. We'll make sure we have her on a couple of times next season when we reboot in August there. But some underappreciated players to keep an eye on going into to this season. It began with the center, right? Hey, if you don't have a solid offensive line, we know what that affects. It affects quarterback play. It affects running back. It affects everything. So those unsung heroes, you need to do that. Let's move on to second down. Second down. Now, this goes back to a conversation we had last week when we had one of our Who'd You Rather quarterback challenges. We got another one this week. We'll get to that in the poll question. But Derek Carr. So it was Derek Carr versus Jimmy G. I was going same draft year quarterbacks and kind of doing from a fantasy perspective, from a regular football perspective. Well, Adam Rank, who's also been on TSN Four Downs a number of times, was saying, hey, you know what? Derek Carr and the Raiders could be a surprise fantasy-wise. Let's talk about the Raiders, though. They're more intriguing than ever. All eyes will be on Derek Carr to see if he can make this thing work. You've been a big supporter of his. What makes you think that we see a big year from Derek Carr? Well, I really like that the Raiders stuck with him. I know that a lot of mock drafts had the Raiders even sometimes moving up to draft a quarterback, but I think it was the right thing to stick with David Carr. And I think last year, as the season started, to, Derek Carr, I should say, as the season started to go on, I think that John Gruden started to put a little bit more trust in him and started to allow him to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. Obviously, he was last in the league in air yards, but this season, when you add guys like Antonio Brown, like Tyrell Williams, and you bring in a pretty good running back in the name of Josh Jacobs to this team, it's cool that they're giving him a chance to go out there and give him one more chance to prove himself. And really, we're not that far removed from the 2016 season when he was out there tearing it up. So I think that there's a lot of talent here, and I think the Raiders, and especially Derek Carr, are going to surprise a lot of people. And I'm with Adam Rank on that one. And really, it's going to be the last chance, I think, especially under John Gruden, for Derek Carr in Oakland to be a true starting quarterback. Now, will he get a chance elsewhere if it doesn't work out? I'm sure he will. The talent's there. But I've been a big Derek Carr fan since that draft, since he came out. And there's no excuses. you got Antonio Brown. you got opposite him Tyrell Williams, who I stay, I, I've been pounding the table for this, people. Tyrell Williams is going to be the Juju Smith breakout Schuster star of this year, like, uh, uh, he was in Pittsburgh the other year behind Antonio Brown. I really believe that. you got Josh Jacobs coming in the backfield as well. This is a huge opportunity for Derek Carr from a real-life and a fantasy football perspective. So I'm with Adam Rank. Big things coming for Carr and the Raiders. Let's move on. Third down. So NFC East, we're going into a deep dive with Rob Maddy from the Fanatic in Philly a little bit later on, but want to touch on the NFC North, another fascinating division. And when it comes to the quarterbacks, who's under the most pressure from Good Morning Football, Nate Burleson and Kyle Brandt talk about why it's Cousins and Trubisky. It, it just, Kirk Cousins has a turnkey team. The fact that that Vikings team did not make the playoffs last year with that much talent, it, 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 it falls on him. 
And it's we talk about it over and over. It's a broken record. Big game this, big game that. It's incredible this season what it's going because we know that the Minnesota Vikings have enough players to make the playoffs. It's going to come down to the last month. This is an inevitable conversation on Good Morning Football. There's going to be a December chat about Kirk Cousins, and the December schedule is he plays all three division teams, and he plays at the Chargers. Now, that's a brutal juggernaut of, 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 a, of a segment to, or of a schedule to go through. With that line and that defense, there's no reason if you have very good quarterback play, you should not be in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins has proved a lot, and he knows it. It seems like we'll be saying that about Kirk Cousins for a long time. I know. He finds I'm tired of saying it. On good teams making a ton of money. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be looking forward to seeing if Kirk Cousins will win that big game. For me, speaking of turnkey, how about the Chicago Bears? Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. Talk about it. And what he's been doing, the trajectory of his career, I mean, they've been ascending in the right direction, and now he has everything that he needs. So you got the tight end play, wide receivers, they're deep for the first time in a long time. The running back core is there. And not to mention, you can make an argument that Khalil Mack is the best defensive player in all of football. So if Trubisky, Trubisky makes the same type of leap yeah. that he made last year, it's not, why wouldn't these guys win the NFC North? It's not, why wouldn't these guys make the playoffs? It's, why wouldn't these guys be Super Bowl contenders? Yeah. Well, there you go. How about that? SM NFC North talk with the most pressure in that division on the quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Mitch Trubisky. And I'm with Kyle. I think it falls heavily on Kirk Cousins. You went year to year, right, with the uh, one-year contracts, and the franchise tags in Washington, and you finally got your shot in Minnesota, and you took a giant step back. Not all his fault, of course, but there are some huge expectations that he needs to live up to. They got deep with Case Keenum. We saw what Case Keenum did last year in Denver as a blip, and Kirk Cousins fancies himself with that contract as being that much better, which I think he can be, but this is a massive, massive prove-it season for Kirk Cousins and for Mitch Trubisky, yeah, going into year three, taking that next step forward, right? Relying on that running game and evolving as a quarterback, being brought along under that Matt Nagy offense. They just need a kicker, though, right? No no more Cody Parkey there in Chicago. We're delivered by Domino's, too, folks. Of course, go get yourself a large four-topping pizza, just twelve ninety nine. Check out the medium specials, the marbled cookie brownie for dessert. It's nice outside. You don't want to cook. You don't want to turn the oven on. It's going to be too hot. Go to dominoes.ca. Delivery or carryout specials. Check it all out. Dominoes.ca. That's dominoes.ca. Let's punt to the poll question here. And it comes down to another who'd you rather quarterback challenge here on TSN 4 Downs. So you can go to at TSN 4 Downs on Twitter at AndyMC81 and vote on. We're going to be talking Carson Wentz because he signed that $128 million four year extension. So we go back to the 2016 draft. They went 1-2. Jared Goff to the Rams. Carson Wentz to the Eagles. So who'd you rather have this season? And you can make it from a fantasy perspective. You can make it from a regular football perspective. Would you rather have Carson Wentz or Jared Goff? Goff coming off of that Super Bowl appearance, of course. Carson Wentz. I think if you look at it talent-wise and fantasy-wise, Carson Wentz has the greater upside. I think he has the higher ceiling physically, but he can't stay healthy. So the Eagles obviously feel that he will, and he can, because otherwise you wouldn't have signed him to that four-year extension for $128 bucks. So they feel he can. No more Nick Foles, no more distractions. This is Carson Wentz's team, period. There's no safety net anymore. There's no, okay, well, Foles can come out. No, 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 no. And with Jared Goff, when you look at it, 
okay, it's a it can be a run heavy offense, right? You have Todd Gurley. What about what about the knee, the, the or, or the arthritis that he's he's dealing with? Is that truly degenerative? Is it gonna is gonna hurt this year? Jared Goff has put up some big numbers, of course, but not necessarily as consistent as Carson Wentz did. But Wentz hasn't done so. It's a very interesting question. So you can vote at TSN Four Downs at Andy MC81. So far, early votes going to Carson Wentz at sixty five percent, thirty five percent going to Jared Goff. So you can vote there. I will say, if I had to pick one, if I'm drafting for fantasy, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go Jared Goff this year, folks. I am. If I, now, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to take either as my QB1 if I had the choice, but I'm going to say Jared Goff for the reason that until I can trust Carson Wentz to be healthy, I'm going to go Jared Goff because this is another year under the McVay offense. Right? Maybe they'll be forced to throw a little bit more. You'll probably be getting Cooper Cup back. When Cup was there, remember he had that injury. When you get Cooper Cup back, that was that, that extra bit of weaponry that really elevated golf. So, uh, once the ceiling could be high, I just can't trust it. But you can vote at TSN Four Downs at Andy MC eighty one. We're going to take the break on the other side from the Associated Press Eagles reporter there and a host on ninety seven point five The Fanatic in Philadelphia, Rob Motti, to talk Wentz contract extension and NFC East preview. That's coming up next on TSN Four Downs. <laughs> Welcome back, TSN Four Downs NFL off-season finale here on TSN 1050, TSN 1050.ca, the iHeartRadio app. You can also watch and chat live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Andy Mac Live. See behind the scenes here at the TSN studio. Still to come on the show, ESPN fantasy football legend Matthew Barry. He'll be by in about... 12 to 15 minutes time. Can't wait for that. Also can't wait to talk some Eagles and NFC East preview with my next guest, Rob Motti from the Associated Press, covers the Eagles and 97.5 The Fanatic. Rob, how are you? Hey, what's up, Andy? How are you, buddy? Hey, doing good, man. Hey, how are you guys doing in Philly? Carson Wentz, four years, 128 mil. That's a lot of money for a guy who, well, let's face it, a lot of health questions right here. How confident? I guess the Eagles are confident he's going to be able to bounce back. Yeah, I just spent four hours talking to fans about this on my show, and the overwhelming majority, surprisingly, in a a city like Philadelphia, was positive. Like, I would say maybe 90% of the fans are on board with this contract, mainly because it, it's crazy to say this when when you look at the kind of money that they spent, more guaranteed money than anyone's ever received in the history of the NFL. But it's somewhat team-friendly deal in that it doesn't start until after his rookie deal ends. So it's really a four-year extension that keeps him here in Philly or locks him in through 2024, and it's structured in such a way where the average annual salary is $32 million, but they have some room to play with in the next two years to where some of the money can be allocated. So it's not going to cripple them salary uh, cap-wise. And, and really, they're banking on Carson Wentz being healthy and being the quarterback that he was in 2017 before he went down and tore his ACL. And then he was on his way to potentially being the NFL MVP. They expect him to do that. Had they waited and he had a terrific season, his, his salary would have been maybe four, five, six million more per year. So what they did was really get in there, Andy, and set the bar uh, for the next wave of contracts for Dak Prescott, for Jared Goff. They didn't want to wait until after those guys got paid. 
they wanted to set the bar by giving Carson Wentz his deal now. Right, you get ahead of the curve and, and be able to control the conversation. I got you. And when we look at how this Eagles team is built, there's no more safety net. There's no more Nick Foles, right? It's got this is truly Carson Wentz's team. So I, I wanted to go over a, a little bit of a big picture view with you here, Rob, as far as the NFC East. Where are you positioning the Eagles when it's all said and done standing-wise, how they're built compared to the rest of the division right now? I'd say the Eagles have to be the favorites in the NFC East. Right there, the Eagles and the Cowboys uh, right closely behind them. The Giants are obviously in a rebuild mode. Washington Redskins, too, as well. Uh, the Eagles and the, and the Cowboys will be the class of the NFC East, and, and the Cowboys are going to have to make a, a difficult decision and give Dak Prescott a lot of money uh, coming up very soon, same as Carson Wentz. I look at these two teams as being the teams to go down the wire in the NFC East. I, I think the Eagles have a little bit more overall talent, and it just comes down to Carson staying healthy. We've seen Dak Prescott has been able to do that. He goes out there, he plays, and, and, and he's been able to have a lot of success in his three years, won two division titles. They brought in Amari Cooper last year, and that really elevated his play. He has what Carson doesn't have in that he's got Zeke Elliott a absolute stud at running back. The Eagles don't have a, a solid number one running back. They're more of a backfield by committee. They brought in some more weapons for Carson Wentz, Deshaun Jackson, who although he's in his 30s, is still a speed demon to stretch the field. They have some weapons at tight end. Uh, they, they're going to have to uh, find ways to make sure Carson stays healthy. They have some question marks on that offensive line. Jason Peters, their, their uh, left tackle, Nine-time Pro Bowler is getting up there in age. He's never healthy for a full season. Brandon Brooks, a, a Pro Bowl right guard last year, finished the year uh, injured, had surgery. He's coming back. He's going to be healthy at the start. So they have some questions there, and, and if they can address those, if they can answer those and, and stay and keep Carson healthy, I think they'll be there at the end. But as you said earlier, they don't have Nick Foles. They don't have that safety net. Now they have Nate Sudfeld and Cody Kessler, that's not like having a guy who was a Super Bowl MVP in Nick Foles who you could count on. So uh, if, if Carson Wentz goes down, the, the Eagles were, are, are not positioned to be able to just continue rolling like they were the past two seasons. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as far as that—that that is a big dip. Now, I know Doug Peterson, at least before, was was pretty high on the upside of Nate Sudfield as a, I guess, a backup. But Cody Kessler, listen, Rob, I'm, I'm a Browns fan. Um, I've seen Cody Kessler. You don't want to get to Cody Kessler. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, start watching college football, baby, because it's going to be high in the draft. So, yeah, his health is, is, is more vital than ever, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny. You mentioned Nate Sudfeld and them being high on Nate Sudfeld, which they are. And, and they, they plucked him away from the Redskins a couple of years ago, the year they won the Super Bowl. And, and a lot of people forget this, but I lived through it, so I, I, I don't. So when Nick Foles takes over for Carson Wentz, he plays – this is in 2017. He had five terrific quarters, his very first five. Then the last five that he played, he was so bad that Nate Sudfeld, who was 19 of 22 in a meaningless, meaningless regular season finale against the Cowboys, in which they were shut out 6 nothing, there were actual questions that week leading into the Eagles' bye to Doug Peterson from reporters in Philly, are you considering benching Nick Foles for Nate Sudfeld wow. going into the playoffs? To which, Doug, yeah, to which Doug Peterson said, no, of course not, and Nick goes on and becomes – 
uh, a legendary figure with a statue in Philadelphia. But that's how like how fickle not only the fan base is, but they were legitimate. Quite Nate Sudfeld goes 19 for 22 in a meaningless game. They get shut out, and people are like, oh yeah, this guy looks so good. Maybe he should start in the postseason. Good thing for the Eagles and uh, their fans and, and the franchise that Doug Peterson didn't listen to those people. My goodness, you're right. In, co- in conversation with Rob Maddie of the Associated Press and 97.5 The Fanatic, joining me on the Domino's Pizza delivery line. Get yourself a large four-topping pizza for just twelve ninety nine. It's too nice outside to cook, people. Don't turn on the oven. Go to dominoes.ca today for all the great carryout and delivery specials. So, Rob, let's, let's go a little bit more into the NFC East uh, around this. Now, we mentioned Dallas. Washington, I thought, when you look at first rounds in the draft this year, could not have gone any better. You state that you took in my my opinion, the best quarterback in the draft of Dwayne Haskins. Then you get Montez Sweat, but there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of options, and they're kind of, I feel they're kind of in that little bit of a transition where okay, you'll have Keenum for a few games, maybe by week eight, Haskins comes in and you start seeing what you got. Do you have them kind of positioned in that third spot with you know, as we said before, the Giants definitely in rebuild, despite what, despite what Gettleman says. Yeah, I, I, I do, and, and you might see you might see Haskins maybe even earlier. It may be a couple games with Case Keenum. Like Case Keenum is a good placeholder to have. Uh, you look at what the success that he had two years ago with Minnesota. You're right; they had a very good first round. They end up with Montez Sweat, uh, who is going to be, and I, I believe, an excellent pass rusher oh, me in too. the NFL, and, and he's going to give. Yeah, he's going he's going to give these quarter. He's going to give uh, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz. Uh, Eli and Daniel Jones, whatever he takes fifth for years to come. You know, I look at this franchise, though, with Daniel Snyder as their owner and the disarray they have year after year. There's always some kind of drama happening in Washington. There's always some issues in D.C. And, and it's hard for me to take them seriously as a legitimate contender. Now, you, you think at some point maybe that's going to turn, maybe that's going to change. Uh, it's not like there's going to be an ownership change. You see GMs coming up, head coaches coming up, uh, franchise quarterbacks coming up. But when you have an owner, he's, he's firmly in place. He's entrenched. He's not selling the team. I, just, I can't think of the Redskins being a Super Bowl-winning franchise for as long as Daniel Snyder's there. And, and I think that's a good thing for the other teams in the NFC East. I do believe in the Giants being able to turn this around a little bit faster than a lot of people may think. And it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out with uh, Eli Manning and, and Jones when he takes over. Uh, they, they've had some, some issues there uh, with their coaching and in the turnover and everything else, trading Odell Beckham, getting, getting a haul for him. Uh, I, I don't see them being an absolute doormat. I think this is a team that can surprise people. You have Saquon Barkley. You can rely on this guy, go out there, put the ball in his hands 25, 30 times, whether it's five catches, 25 runs, or whatever, and, and he can go off and have a game and completely take, take, help, help you win against anybody any given Sunday. So as bad as they could be, when you have a talent like that, might, they might be able to steal a football game here or two. So I don't think they're going to be a 2-14 and 14 type of doormat. It's going to be a fascinating division to watch. And you know what? Good luck to the Eagles, man. we got a lot of Eagles fans here at the station. So uh, good luck, and, and we'll see what happens with Carson Wentz. Rob, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on. Take care.
All right, you too. There he goes. Rob Maddy from the AP covers the Eagles for them and does a great job on 97.5, the Fanatic in Philly. It's time, folks. Fantasy football. The, your draft is going to be coming up soon. And on the off-season finale of TSN 4 Downs, I went with the biggest of the big dogs. I got ESPN fantasy football legend Matthew Barry next. TSN 4 Downs. Hey, everybody, back to TSN 4 Downs off-season finale. TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the iHeartRadio app. I'm Andy McNamara. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. The show at TSN 4 Downs on Instagram at AndyMCSports. And, of course, you can watch live right now on Twitch TV, twitch.tv forward slash Live. Check it out behind the scenes. Jump in the chat room. Let me know because we got some great fantasy football content coming up. Also, guys, Father's Day next week. I got a perfect present for you, okay? I got these from my guy Jeff Roberts at Urban Barrel Company. UrbanBarrel.ca, they ship across Canada. These are customized, engraved barrels where you can, and they have from one liter, two, three, four, where you can make your own cocktails, whether it's whiskey, bourbon, whatever the type of of spirit you like. You can have it as decorative. You can have it used where you, you put... Uh, the ingredients in and make your own customized. You can do both. Like I have a McNamara uh, family bourbon engraving on it with the family crest on it. It's on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Andy Mac live on during the week show. You'll see it there. I'll bring it in studio as well at some point, but it is so cool. It is a unique gift. Get it for your dad or groomsman gift. You can have that different sizes, but check it out. Lots of different options. They have recipes. They have different styles. Urban Barrel, B-A-R-R-E-L dot C-A, Urban Barrel dot C-A. You got to check this out. Perfect for Father's Day. Perfect for a groomsman gift or whatever. And what's also perfect, Matthew Berry, baby. Yeah, Matthew Berry from ESPN. I caught up with him a little bit earlier. Here's my conversation. Matthew, let's begin with a who'd you rather question here. And it comes off of Carson Wentz's big four-year, $128 million extension. And we've been doing this the last few weeks on the show, kind of quarterback versus quarterback in their draft class. Who'd you rather from a fantasy perspective? So going into this year, Carson Wentz with all the the potential upside, but the injury risk compared to Jared Goff, the two guys going one-two in their same draft. Who'd you rather this year on your fantasy football team, Wentz or Goff? I have got. I have. Uh, I have Carson Wentz higher, so I would go Wentz. <clears throat> Look, I think both guys are really good, but uh, given how well the Rams run the ball, and I think they will run the ball regardless of whether it's Todd Gurley or Daryl Henderson or Malcolm Brown, they're going to run the ball well. They just don't. They just don't pass at the volume that the Eagles do. Again, it's close, but since the start of 2017, Carson Wentz, the fifth best quarterback in fantasy on a points per game basis. Goff just doesn't have those huge games. He can every once in a while, but uh, again, like I think I have Goff at 11, so it's mm. super close here, but Carson Wentz currently my QB8. I'll give me Wentz. How, how much do you factor in the, the fear that fantasy owners are going to have in Carson Wentz being injury? Because really, he's going to have that tag until he proves he can go a full 16 and not be hurt. So how, how do you kind of gauge that for, for maybe sheepish or, or nervous fantasy owners? Well, I, I do like Wentz more, but Boy, I don't know if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's a concern, right, based yeah. on the last couple of years. Having said that, quarterback is by far the most replaceable position in fantasy, mm-hmm. especially assuming you're playing in a 10- or 12-team league and you're only starting one quarterback. It is by far the most replaceable uh, position. I mean, I have seen in early drafts 
guys like Phillip Rivers go outside the top 15. Like, there's going to be good quarterbacks that will be available on the waiver wire on any given week. So, for me, I'd rather the upside, and if something were to happen to Wentz, you can go to the waiver wire and you pick up somebody like, uh, somebody like Phillip Rivers. I mean, think about last year. Matt Ryan went outside the top 12. Patrick Mahomes, I think, was like 13th overall. So there's guys that, like Kyler Murray will probably drop some and, and be in that you know, second-tier class, and I think Kyler Murray is going to be a top-10 fantasy quarterback this year. So uh, it should be fine. Uh, again, because of the depth of the position, I would personally – I would. I want the guy with the most upside, and I'm not really right. worried about the injury history. Yeah, and and then as you said, you you know keep an eye also, on the guys. The other piece of it, right? And the other the other piece of it, of course, is that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who let's be honest, know a lot more about Carson Wentz back than you or I or any other fantasy manager, just gave him 128 million dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is that is a great point, Matthew. Yes, that I is mean, a great so, point. You know. <laughs> Right, it's just sort of like I don't know if I can draft him with a fourth round pick. Yeah, well, the Eagles just gave a hundred million dollars. I think you can sweat your like your fifth or sixth round pick, brother. You know what I mean? Like that. See, that's the perfect blend of real life and fantasy. Yeah, if the guy was broken, they wouldn't have given him a hundred and twenty-eight freaking million bucks. Excellent point, sir. Excellent point. Uh, so right. l- let's let's stick with quarterback for a moment here. And Pat Mahomes was just a rock star last year. Now, you take away Tyreek Hill, potentially forever, and the offense, while still dynamic, maybe not quite as much so. Do you have Pat Mahomes as your top QB? And, and where, do you, where do you think he should be going in fantasy drafts? Uh I think a lot of it will depend on what happens with Tyreek Hill, certainly, mm. and I have no information on that. But um, right now I have him towards the end of the second round, early third. That's a, I think he'll go earlier than that, um, assuming Tyreek Hill is playing. Tyreek Hill isn't playing. I think he'll drop. But, yes, I have the number one quarterback. Here's the thing on Patrick Mahomes. Number one talks about like, regression in the mean and uh, – you know, you look at other players, whether it's Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, that have had those crazy outlier seasons, and they always fall back and regress the next year. You could take away 20% of Patrick Mahomes' touchdown passes, and he's still a 40-touchdown guy. Wow. I mean, that's how crazy his season was last year. Look, I get all those numbers, and I don't disagree with them. I don't think he has the same kind of statistical season he had last season. But I always say you don't have to finish the year as the number one quarterback to be worth drafting as the number one quarterback. Uh, what you're drafting is a floor there, right? And just from the eye test, kid's special. Like, mm-hmm. he's just special. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't gimmicks. It wasn't – he's special. That guy can throw it 80 yards on the run, right? He can yeah. actually run. Even though you don't have Tyreek Hill there, you're still going to have Sammy Watkins. You're still going to have – uh, a good running game. You're still going to have Travis Kelsey. And by the way, you're still going to have Andy Reid calling plays, mm-hmm. who throughout his career has always had elite fantasy quarterbacks. It's a very fantasy-friendly offense that Andy always runs. And so if Patrick Holmes finishes as the third-best quarterback in fantasy or the second-best quarterback in fantasy, okay. But I feel, uh, barring an injury, there's no way Patrick Mahomes is not a top three fantasy quarterback. And so that, um, that floor is one of the reasons why I have him at number one. But no question about it, 
the availability of somebody like Tyreek Hill mm. will certainly affect his value. And, uh, you know, that's something that we just have to wait and see what happens there. Yeah, and th- that's such a terrific point. Even if he drops and comes down, he's still 50 to 40. Okay. I'll take you know. I'll I'll take forty touchdowns. Thank you. That's that's just fine by me. Uh, so you're you're right. Even if he comes down a bit, still a hell of a quarterback. Especially when you look at like sort of the other options that you would have at the top. You mm-hmm. have Deshaun Watson, who also ha- you know has injury on uh, you know on his resume. Right. Love Watson, but obviously you know hurt his rookie year. Um, you think about Aaron Rodgers, hurt banged up last year and. New coaching staff. Um, uh, so what does that do with Aaron Rodgers? Andrew Luck, also injury, obviously, yep. on his resume. Both both Watson and Luck came off good years last year. But, again, like if you want to sit there and nitpick, right, which is what you have to do at the elite level, all those guys have, you know, slight warts, if you will, that if you really wanted to sort of, you know, try to nitpick with them, you could. And so, to me, the the only argument against Mahomes is just sort of, the, the Hill thing is obviously an unknown, but beyond that, we'll see what they get out of Nicole Hardman, their, uh, their second-round rookie. But, um, you know, Mahomes is just, just a crazy, talented player. He, he's a stud. In conversation with Matthew Berry, of course, one of, if not the best, fantasy football mind in the business, host of the Fantasy Show on ESPN Plus, founder of the Fantasy Life app. Make sure you get him on Twitter, at Matthew Berry, T-M-R. All right, Matthew, let's get to uh, a... Uh, Twitch question here, twitch.tv forward slash Andy Mac Live. This comes from Joe, and he says, where do you draft Todd Gurley? I've heard pros and cons with that arthritis. Where do I take him? I mean, I have have Todd Gurley towards the end of the first round, early second. Um, uh, You know, there's a concern, and it's really weird. Like, it keeps dropping. His his ADP, his average draft position, keeps dropping here um you know what i think the upside of him especially by the way if 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 you draft him you have to grab daryl henderson who sean mcveigh felt was the most uh explosive player coming out of the draft um uh and i know they like him a lot in los angeles but honestly in addition to the talent that you're buying there with Gurley, you're buying into the offensive line of the rams you're buying into that offense you're buying into sean mcveigh and so again i for me, if I'm drafting Gurley, I need to reach for Daryl Henderson. Okay. There's no question about that. But um, because of the potential of him, I mean, he's still just 24 years old. I get it, the arthritis, and, like, it's a different conversation if we're talking about a dynasty league. Uh, but even if he goes from, whatever, 20-some-odd touches to 15 or 16, 15, 15 or 16 touches in a Sean McVay offense are worth quite a bit, especially because a lot of them are going to be very high leverage situations. They're going to be red zone. They're going to be goal line situations. So, you know, uh, Todd Gurley doesn't need to score or whatever, you know, 20, 18 touchdowns to be a very viable fantasy option this year. He could score 12 or 10 and still be very, very good. So um, I have a mid to late first round. I've seen him going in the second as well. Uh, it is certainly not for the risk averse because I get it, but I think the upside uh, of him is uh, is worth the risk once you get past sort of the rock solid guys. And we'll get one more question here for you, Matthew, on TSN Four Downs. Andy McNamara alongside Matthew Berry from ESPN. This coming from Maybake says, Matthew, I'd love to get a couple of sleepers from you. Any position, I just want some studs I can draft later in the draft. <laughs> Uh, okay, so later later in the draft. I mean, I'll, I'll give you um, 
a couple of guys. I think Geronimo Allison of the mm. Packers is really interesting. The wide receiver. Look, after Devontae Adams, it's sort of wide open. Sure. And so I think Allison, listen, you know, they have St. Brown and, and uh, MVS from last year. I also sort of think Jake Kumaro is kind of interesting and a deep sleeper. But Geronimo Allison is a very talented player. Uh, and uh, when he's out there, you know, last year, explosive. Uh, they're counting on him for a big role in Green Bay. So Geronimo Allison, I think, is somebody really interesting. Give me another wide receiver, D.D. Westbrook. If you look at the numbers of, first off, what D.D. Westbrook did last year, but more importantly, how good Nick Foles is in terms of throwing to the slot, right? And remember, Nick Foles now in Jacksonville. He's their starting quarterback. He's reunited with John DeFilippo, who's uh, his quarterback's coach in Philadelphia when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, John is now the offense coordinator in Jacksonville. And if you look at the numbers of what Foles did targeting the slot, they're really high, and so Westbrook, who is you know, not a sexy player, and it's Jacksonville and the whole thing, uh, but I do think uh, uh, Westbrook is an interesting guy. And last one I'll give you um, here is uh, Darren Waller, who's a tight end for Oakland, that they absolutely love there. Of course, Jared Cook had the huge year last year. He's moved on. He's now in New Orleans. So Darren Waller, who's a converted wide receiver that they got from the Ravens, uh, they absolutely love, and um, I actually just interviewed Antonio Brown this week, and I asked him about Darren. He's just like fast and big, and he just laughed. He's like, oh, he's going to take the, you know, he was uh, he's, he's very effusive about Darren Waller, and you've heard wow. Coach John Gruden and Greg Olson, their offense coordinator, also talking about Waller as well. So there's a there's a late-round uh, tight end for you. There you go. Absolutely love it. And, uh, Matthew, before we let you go, of course, you made the cameo in the Avengers Endgame movie. Have you, you got your superhero power rankings. Like, if we were talking fantasy superhero, do you have a, a top one or two from uh, from being around those guys if, uh, if you were to rank the superheroes? Uh, well, listen, you know, I mean, you, you got to go with Iron Man. You got to gotcha. start with Iron Man, yeah. right? He yeah. started the MCU. He's the guy. <laughs> I also happen to be personally very fond of Robert Downey Jr., who could not have been more gracious or kind to me when I was on set with him. Um, hard to go against Captain Marvel as well, well right? Yeah. I mean, uh, very impressive superhero. I, I haven't met Bree, but I uh, uh, happen to love the character there. Um, and then... Uh, you know, just on a uh, on a personal level, I've always just been a big fan of Star Lord. So, um, you know, just you uh, a very funny character that I enjoy a lot. Go By on. the way, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, who plays Star Lord, is a, a big fantasy football player. Oh, so, uh, was he picking your brain? He's got to yeah. be picking your brain on site. I'm sure the guys were coming up to you and uh, and trying to get some tips, right? There is there is an intense uh, fantasy football league made up of a lot of the people that that are in the Avengers. So, huh. uh, Chris Evans is Captain America. Uh, Anthony Mackey plays Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner, who's um, I'm, I'm sorry, Anthony Mackey, who is Falcon. Jeremy Renner, who is Hawkeye. Chris Pratt, who is Star Lord. Paul Rudd, who's Ant Man. Um, Joe Russo, the director, uh, are all in uh, all in the league. I believe last year Don Cheadle, who's War Machine, he was in the league as well. Um, and uh, and then they've got some other guys like Miles Teller, who was Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movie. In there, uh, James Marsden, who was Cyclops in the X Men movie. So uh, it's kind of like this cool superhero league oh, uh, that uh, that they do, and it's it's mostly the guys on set. That's awesome. Well, Matthew, thank you so much for your time. Very generous with it. Really yeah. appreciate it. Enjoy the off season. Uh, hey, football will be here before we know it. Can't wait. Thanks. There he is, Matthew Barry of ESPN. How about the bonus at the end? Superhero 
fantasy rankings and the aggressive, apparently, fantasy football pool that's going on set. Very cool stuff. If you miss any of that, we'll have it up on Twitter at AndyMC81 and uh, as well on the TSN1050.ca show page and on iTunes. We will step aside, wrap up the program next with our complete NFC division winner predictions and also a wrap-up of our poll question. Uh, who'd you rather QB challenge from the 2016 draft? Who'd you rather on your team this season? Who'd you rather have as your QB? Carson Wentz or Jared Goff? You can vote at AndyMC81 and at TSN 4 Downs. Back to wrap up the show next on TSN 1050. Back to wrap up. The NFL offseason edition of TSN 4 Downs. We'll take a break after this show. Be back in August for, what is this, season four, I guess, of 4 Downs? Delivered by Domino's. And by the way, it's so nice outside. I wish I was. we could do the show from outside, but we can't. And that's why, you know, like, don't, don't turn on the oven. Don't do cooking. Enjoy yourself. That's why for dinner tonight, go to Domino's.ca. For dessert, marbled cookie brownie. Got to try it. How many years have I been telling you about the damn marbled cookie brownie? It's phenomenal. You got to try it. Domino's.ca. Large four-topping pizza. Just $12.99. So many specials. Smaller pizzas, bigger pizzas, combos with pop, all that stuff. Domino's.ca. That's Domino's.ca. Let's get an update on our Twitter poll question, at AndyMC81, at TSN4Downs. And by the way, you can watch live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Live. Jump in the chat room there. Uh, question was, it's our Who'd You Rather quarterback series. Quarterbacks from the same year, head-to-head, who'd you rather have on your team this year? We go to 2016, Carson Wentz with that $128 million extension. So would you rather Wentz for the Eagles or Jared Goff of the Rams? Who'd you rather have on your team this year? We go behind the glass to... Producer Sean Lavery. Shawnee, who'd you rather, you've had all show to think about it, who'd you rather have as your QB? Carson Wentz. Carson, By, even with the injuries? Yes. Even with the yeah. He's so good, it's one of those guys that you just roll the dice on. If he gets injured, I mean, the, the ceiling is so high. The ceiling is. And we saw what he could do when he was healthy, but the question is, can he stay healthy? Now, the Eagles think he can. Always, you're not going to sign him to $128 million, like Matthew Berry said in the last, last segment there. I'm going to say, for myself, I'm going to be a little bit more conservative and go Jared Goff. Because although he might not have been as consistent producing-wise, when he had Cooper Cup with him, that was a different animal. And he's another year under the Sean McVay offense. You're going to still have depth in the backfield where you can pass it off also. So I'm going to say Jared Goff. If, it was, if I knew Carson Wentz, if Carson Wentz had not missed a game, I'd say Carson Wentz. So it's a, a bit of a gamble, but I... I understand that. It is, uh, it is a little bit of a risk. But I'll say Jared Goff. The people agree with you, though, Shawnee. 64% say Carson Wentz. 36% Jared Goff. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, uh, the New York Jets hire uh, a Eagles VP of football operations. Uh, they have Joe Douglas as their new general manager. So they take him away from the Eagles. Jets have their new GM. But let's get to our NFC standings prediction our division winner predictions for next season we did the afc last week you can tweet in yours at andy mc81 or jump in the chat room at andy mc81 on twitch uh, or andy mac live on twitch um let's start with the east 
Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, Giants. I'm going to go Eagles if Carson Wentz stays healthy. Cowboys in second. So I'll say Eagles. Shawnee, who do you got? Yeah, I'm sticking with you. Sticking with Carson Wentz as well. Eagles number one. Sticking with Wentz. Now the North. Interesting. Does Kirk Cousins bounce back? Does Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, new head coach, does he figure it out? Does Matt Patricia and Matt Stafford? Very interesting division. The Bears won it with a 12-4 and record. You know what? I'm going to say it's back to the pack. I think Packers retake it and Bears finish second. What do you think? I'm liking the Bears to repeat as division champions in the North. They got rid of Cody Parkey. They got rid of that kicker, so there that's one go. step. That's and one Trubisky step. looks really well. And we heard earlier from Burleson and, and Kyle Brandt on, on Mitch Trubisky. It's another big year for him. Another year with Khalil Mack in Chicago. I, I, like, the, I like them to repeat. Yeah, and Matt Nagy, a brilliant offensive mind. NFC South, always interesting. New Orleans Saints won it last year, 13-3. and The Falcons took a big step back. Carolina Panthers, you got Cam Newton with that shoulder coming back. Win it. Got to go with the Saints here. Uh, Panthers, I'll keep... You know, I'm going to keep it in the same exact order as last year. I think the Saints take it until Drew Brees uh, uh, proves us otherwise. I'm on the exact same page as you, Andy. Almost probably an identical uh, finish next season as it was last season. Yeah, I'm going with that. NFC West. Now, this is with a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. Fascinating. L.A. Rams won it at 13-3. and Seattle was in the playoffs at 10-6. 49ers who lost Jimmy G... Going to be back healthy. And the Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray. Shawnee, you know where I think the Cardinals are going to be. Basement, baby. Kyler Murray is going to get destroyed. He's going to be absolutely terrible. Cardinals stay parked in the basement. The rest is very interesting to me. I'm going to say that we have it very close. Um, San Francisco probably could be another wildcard team. But I'll say the same order again. Rams just too loaded. Seattle right there. Probably get a couple more wins. And then the 49ers and Cardinals. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to think about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So, uh, to be safe, I'll say the Rams are going to finish on top again. Um, but yes, the Cardinals definitely a basement team. I love DK Metcalf, though. That guy's going to be a fantasy stud. Grab him for the Seahawks. All right, folks, that will do it. We'll be back in August for TSN 4 Down. CFL Weekly will start up on Tuesday for you CFL fans, live on TSN 1050 at 7 o'clock. And uh, it's going to be a great offseason. And uh, thank you again to Domino's for being our terrific sponsor. So, for Sean, for Steve, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050.